This is Conversations with Corliss, the podcast that features real and inspiring people who are leading their lives with purpose, passion, and confidence. Through their stories, advice, and expertise, you will be empowered with tools and insights to become the leader you are meant to be. Your host, Corliss, is a Dare to Lead trained, certified success principles coach, best-selling author, and inspirational speaker. As an entrepreneur for more than two decades, she has coached, trained, and mentored thousands to tap into their personal power and realize their potential. Through her company, Corliss Co., she will help you dream again and break through what holds you back from leading the life you want to have. Connect with her today at corliss.ca. Hi, everyone. This is Conversations with Corliss, a real leadership podcast. Here we will talk about all the things it takes to bravely lead the life you deserve. Welcome to the conversation. You may have guessed it. My name is Corliss and I created this podcast simply because I want to help people and make a bigger impact. You see, one day I woke up in my 40s and realized time stands still for no one. With my kids more independent and my career not as fulfilling as it once was, I found myself wondering if this was it and what was next for me. I went looking for answers to recreate my life and I found them in having meaningful conversations with inspiring people. That's what we'll do here for you. Whatever you're looking for, I'm glad you're here. Aging has given me the invaluable insight that we should make every moment count. It's time to take charge of your life, to rise up and be all you can be. This podcast is meant to help you do that. So let's get started. This is episode 053, Unlock Your Feminine Energy and End Overwhelm and Burnout with Kim DeShane. If you look up the definition of overwhelm, you'll find the meaning as bury or groan beneath a huge mass. Burnout is defined as a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. Hands up if you've experienced both. I know I can't see your hands right now, but I bet if I could, the majority would be raised. We are constantly challenged with long to-do lists, many responsibilities, and expectations that pressure us to the point we feel like we're drowning. In today's episode, we're going to give you some relief and help you pay attention to the warning signs and walk you through a process to stop overwhelm and burnout before it happens. Kim DeShane is a feminine leadership guide and the founder of Inner Powered Leaders and the Female Changemakers Membership. Kim is passionate about helping high-achieving, self-aware leaders to level up and find their seat at the decision-making tables without overwhelm and burnout. Kim supports these female changemakers to embrace and activate their feminine energy and transform their leadership. Welcome to the show, Kim. I'm really happy to have you here because I think a lot of the listeners are burning the candle at both ends, so to speak, and feel overwhelmed often, and they end up feeling burned out. So this is really such a valuable and relevant conversation for us to share today, and I really want to thank you for taking the time to join us to share light on this topic. I am thrilled to be here. Thank you, Corliss, for this opportunity, and I'm excited for our conversation. Yes, me too. So usually when we share knowledge on a topic, it's because we have a personal story that's related to it. Is that the case here? Have you felt overwhelmed and burned out yourself? Uh, yes, I have a story. There is a reason why I am here. <laughs> 
tell us all about that. So where did, you know, what's your story with burnout and overwhelm and, you know, how it led you here? For sure. So it started about 15 years ago. I was a school teacher for 13 years and I completely burnt out and I was not listening to my body as it was telling me that I needed rest. I was pushing myself. I was a perfectionist. I had to have my bulletin boards looking perfect and I started not sleeping. I started having severe fatigue. I, and I started to get sick. And in the end, I ended up quitting teaching the school year that it happened because I felt that I couldn't tell my principal or other people that I was struggling because they would think that I was less than of a teacher for that reason. And so from there, I, I moved forward. I quit teaching. I met my husband, got married. And after having my second daughter, I also fell into postpartum depression. And that lasted for 10 years. And so within that time, I learned how to look after myself. I asked for help and it took me a long time, but I climbed out of what I call my deep, dark cave. And after I was feeling really good about five, six years ago, I was helping my daughter who was having an anxiety attack. And this voice just came to me and it said, this is why you had to go through what you did so you can help her and others heal. And right then, my life completely shifted and I became an energy healer because energy healing really helped me to heal. I opened up my own business. I became an integrative mental health coach. I started coaching people who were in their own deep, dark pits. But what came back to me was, how did I get through my burnout and my overwhelm? And what if I could stop people from going into this deep, dark pit? Maybe we could prevent this. And so I started working corporate. I started teaching, doing work, workshops, um, speaking with the goal to help people to prevent overwhelm and burnout before we get sick. And it is possible. And so that is where we are at now. And now my business is called Inner Powered Leaders. And I really focus on helping leaders to stay healthy so that they can make the impact that they want. Hmm, I like it. So it's like a preventative approach instead of reacting to the problem all the time. And I love the story about helping your daughter. I think so many of the listeners um, that are here today are going to really relate to the fact that they've got people in their lives that are dealing with stress, anxiety, feeling really panicked, unsettled. And, you know, I think it's just such an important conversation for us to have so that we don't all have to hide. We don't need to be feel ashamed of it. It's like how we're feeling is how we're feeling and it's okay. Um, yeah, because maybe we can prevent it. So is is that part of it is like, is it how we avoid burnout is to like watch for warning signs? Does it start off small or how does this happen? Oh, absolutely. It starts. Yes, absolutely. And so my biggest thing is the warning signs are us being able to slow down enough to listen to our body. What is our body trying to tell us? It, you know, do we get a knot in our stomach when we go to work? Do we know that we are completely exhausted and need more sleep? But it's like, often we just tell ourselves, well, there just isn't enough time to do this. Uh, do we cancel fun things that we are doing? that we love to do. 
do we notice that um, our energy is dropping, that we can't seem to concentrate as much? We aren't able to focus. Maybe we get frustrated quicker and we get really irritable. And so we have to be aware of these things because we actually now in society accept all of those things as the norm, but they are not. And then when we kind of don't listen to those signs, then they start building into more ones like uh, physical ones where we might have headaches, we might get stomach or bowel problems or any other physical illnesses that or diseases, which is dis-ease, um, that will start to affect us. So it really is paying attention to those early warning signs. And once you um, are aware of them, I mean, awareness is always the key to change, isn't it? So, yeah. So once you become aware of those signs, you know, what, is there a process? Like, what do we do next once we realize, okay, this is definitely, I've got a knot in my stomach. I'm all stressed out here. I'm not feeling well all the time. My headaches, like what happens next? Yeah, for sure. So the that awareness is number one, is teaching ourselves to be aware and then to listen and then take action. And so for myself, my process, I teach head, heart, and hands. And so your head is that awareness. I class it your self-leadership that, you know, if we want to be strong leaders, uh, we have to be able to lead ourselves first before we can lead others. And so within that is self-awareness. And the way we have self-awareness is that we need to slow down our brains. We have to learn how to be mindful, which is just being in the moment and being able to focus on one thing at a time. And this takes practice, just like if we're going to run a marathon, right? We have to train. We have to practice this. That can be meditation. That can be breathing exercises. That can be just sitting uh, quietly for one minute a day. And once we are able to do that, then we have a one second gap in between choosing then our, we could say our reactions or our actions. And that one second then allows us to choose what is best for me in this situation. Um, so from there, then we go to our head. Once our head, sorry, once our head is clear, we go to our heart. And our heart is where I love to teach people how to activate their feminine energy. And our feminine energy is our being energy, where we choose it. And right now, we are in a society that is masculine energy dominated. And I just want to say, all men and women, we have both masculine and feminine energy. The feminine energy is the being the masculine energy is the doing. We need both. But the reason we are completely burning out as a society is because we're stuck in the doing energy all of the time. And we have to learn how to choose the being, which are things like being creative, intuitive, receptive, grateful, collaborating, and choosing compassion. And once we can choose compassion and those things for ourselves, then we can choose it for others. And then this last step is hands. Then we take inspired action. What is my body and my heart telling me I need 
And then my brain is there to help me take that action instead of taking those reactions that are our natural default. And if we do this, our body does not stress out. We are able to do and take action with ease and flow. Mm, that's so good. I like that process. Are you looking for someone to help you grow and evolve into who you're made to be? Maybe you feel like something's missing and you just can't put your finger on it, or you're at a crossroads and you're looking for direction. If this is you, I have amazing news that you want to hear. It's no accident that this message found you. I just released three days of free coaching on replay on my website. Throughout the three days, I coach you through a process of self-discovery, teaching you to lead your life through your thoughts, decisions, and actions. And in case you missed it, it's absolutely free. You deserve a full, happy, and abundant life. Start running towards your dreams by claiming your gift now at cordless.ca. Let's just talk a little more about the feminine versus masculine energy. And even though we're females and most of the listening audience audience would be, we still have a masculine energy. So is the head more, um, the head, heart, hands, how does that relate to the energy? Can you just expand on that a little? Yeah, for sure. So for me, the head is where we have to slow down so that we can choose our feminine energy. So the feminine energy really comes from our heart but we have to be able to choose it. And right now there's so much chaos in the world that often we don't have the time to choose it. So that's kind of where the head comes in. It's like slow down so that you can choose and so that you can listen to what your body and your heart are saying. So for example, intuition is a feminine energy. What is your body? What is your heart saying? Do you really want what you are thinking about. When you ask yourself a question, how does your body respond? When your body says, I'm tired, do you sleep? When it says, I'm hungry, do you eat? So yes, the head and the heart are definitely connected. But to me, the process really comes from our heart. And we have to slow down our head enough so that we can choose that. Mm, so that then, of course, we move into the action portion of it. Good stuff. So why are people burned out? Like, I, I mean, that's a pretty broad question, but why? Why are we, you know, burning ourselves out or working ourselves to the point that we are? Like, what is it? Is it just society today? Yes, I truly believe it is. I believe it's the expectations that we put on each other, the judgments that we put on each other and that we are stuck in that masculine energy of doing. And so being logical, strong, we're goal-driven, assertive, always needing to focus. But our body is not made to do that 24-7. And so especially for women, because we actually are more innate in the feminine energy because we are female. But what happens is that, especially in leadership, we do our best to fit in, to push ourselves to be more assertive, to be more confident. And when we try to force ourselves into a box, we start to burn out because we are not meant to be in that box all of the time. And so that is why I truly believe we are burnt out as a society. <laughs> yes, you know, you are talking to someone I would I would call myself I did the Brene Brown uh, dared dared uh, sorry, I'm daredly trained with Brene Brown. And 
I have to tell you a story about something that happened when we were doing the values. So there was a portion of this training that was all around values. And we were, you know, put into our breakout rooms and we each had to kind of come up with out of a list of like, I think there was 80 or something different values on there. We had to narrow it down to two, (laughs) two values. And as we were doing this process, I was like going through every word and I'm like, yeah, that's important. Yeah, that's important. Yes, I value that. And I was doing the whole thing. But as we, you know, pulled back the layers, I came up with achiever. Achievement was one of my strongest two values. And I got to tell you, I was embarrassed by that. I was just crossing my fingers that I wouldn't be share that I wouldn't be sharing. Obviously, here I am on a podcast sharing it now. So I'm over it. (laughs) And um, sure enough, we get back out from the breakout rooms and the trainer asks me calls on me to share what my two values were. And I was fully embarrassed. And I said, you know, it, it really is part of who I am. And there's other values that are just as important and so much more honorable, like honesty and kindness. But achievement and being an achiever is so important to me because I feel like it speaks so much to leading by example, by role modeling. And I am an achiever. Like I just push myself to keep going. But part of that I learned is First of all, she said, well, why are you embarrassed by that? And I said, well, because there is other values that are bigger and probably more important if I was judging myself as we were doing this. And she said, you know what, probably that word, that value doesn't get a fair shake because we think it's associated with greed or it's something negative. And really, it's not the way that I you know, associated that in my brain. It was negative, but it really is not. And here's the thing that I've recognized about that, you know, in relation to what we're talking about today is that I have a tendency because I value that so highly to push myself so hard, be strong, keep going, you know, get up if you fall, don't give yourself a break, keep going, because it's kind of part of my genetic makeup that I burn out. I have a tendency to burn out because I just keep going and going and going until I legit can't go anymore. And it's been a part of my journey as kind of a natural personality as an achiever, I guess, and valuing that to have to literally slow myself before that happens and to really pay attention to those signs so that I just don't completely crash and burn. You probably work with a lot of people that are like me, I would say. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. You are the norm, really, Corliss. Um, and I think achievement, yes, nothing. I mean, what an amazing value, and especially as a leader, but we can achieve with ease and flow, right? We don't have to achieve with stress and overwhelm. Mm, I like that. That That's like an affirmation that you just shared there. That's like a reprogramming right there that, you know, and, and actually one of my affirmations that I use is that I'm in the flow of abundance. I attract and accept with ease all good things. And I can say that off the top of my head because it's something that I've been really working on programming instead of feeling like I have to push myself so hard like everyone else is, that's probably listening. Yes. And, you know, I have a sticky up that Um, says that, you know, I choose ease and flow. I do not choose overwhelm because we do have a choice. And I sometimes I need that reminder all of the time that because we get we get stuck easily. And once we are there, that downward spiral can happen 
um, quickly. So definitely just focusing on that, that, you know, we can take action, but we can still do it with ease and flow. And that is about the circle uh, with my process is that, you know, we do head, heart, hands. And after we've taken inspired action, we need to go back to the head again, that kind of mindfulness meditative state, then connect with our heart and then take inspired action again. So then you're not always in the taking action uh, mode. Okay, so that's the three-step process. So just slow that down for, for me and for the listeners of exactly what that looks like. Can you walk us through what that would look like so somebody can actually listen to this and then go and implement it for themselves if they chose to? Absolutely. So let's say that you are um, feeling overwhelmed. Okay. So what you are going to do is you're going to have self-awareness. What is my body telling me at this moment? And so I like to use the acronym STOP. So if you are feeling overwhelmed or you're struggling making a decision of some sort, the S, we're going to use stop. So the S stands for literally stop what you were doing. Look at your feet on the ground. Just pause. O, or no, T, sorry. Take a breath. I cannot tell you how much our body needs oxygen. So just take a deep breath. The O is observe what you are doing what your body is saying. So now we've actually, we started in our head, the S and the T. Now the O, we go into our heart. Observe what your heart, what your body is saying, what sensations are coming up. Um, what is your mind saying? What thoughts are you having? And then the P is after you've thought about this, then you proceed with your inspired action from there. And so it really is stopping. And this is the awareness. It's like, okay, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I need to pause. And that might be for 15 seconds. Or it might be, okay, I am going to look through my day today. And I am going to time block. I like to use time blocking, but I'm going to time block an hour at lunch, where I need to just sit and be quiet and figure out what are my next steps? What is my next action I need to take? And I need to take some time to figure that out. And some people are like, wow, that is, you know, that can be a waste of time. And for me, you always have to, the slower you move and the slower that you process, the faster you act, the more productive you will be. And so we want to be in that moment so that we can figure out exactly what we need to do and then take that action from already thinking about it and not just taking that action where, okay, just um, doing it off the top of our head, because that is not usually as efficient and as effective. So I really like that STOP acronym to really help us in that moment. Mm-hmm. Can just It's just like a reminder, no matter, like, no matter what part of your day or what's happening, you can just like basically just pause, stop, 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 pay attention. What's your body telling you and get recentered? before you move forward. Excellent stuff. Is there anything else that you'd like to share on this topic? I, w- I don't want to overwhelm the audience. <laughs> For sure. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that, you know, just taking that pause, listening to your body and then taking your action. 
Absolutely awesome. So final three closing questions that I ask all of my guests, and I know that you define, uh, you've defined for us some about feminine leadership and the different energies around that, but this is a real leadership podcast because we're redefining leadership here. So I'm curious, what does leadership mean to you? Yeah, to me, it is the ability to inspire others to be their best. I'm completely aligned with you. Now, if there was one book that you want to recommend, say, you know, a book that was maybe a real game changer for you, maybe even applies to what we're talking about here today. Is there one you'd like to recommend? When you asked, you know, gave me this a little bit of heads up on this one, it, it, this is so hard. I am a huge reader and I have so many books that have <laughs> affected me. Um, but the one that came to my head that, at the very beginning. So I was like, okay, this is the one I will share is the go giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann. And the go giver is based on compassionate leadership, but it's written in a story form. And I tell you, it will deeply impact your heart. Oh, I like it, especially since I love story written books, like where you where you learn like personal growth books that are you actually learn through a story. I know um, Robin Sharma's, you know, huge arsenal of books on the monk who sold a Ferrari. I love the fable style. So um, I'm going to check that out myself. Thank you for sharing that. Now, this should be the most difficult question, but (laughs) it's turned out over the years that the book is actually the most challenging one for everyone to just narrow it down to one book because we're all learners and usually there is a lot of books that we would recommend. But the final closing question is really just based on your real life experience, all the highs and all the lows of your life. If you were able to only leave one piece of advice, what would it be? That you are priority, so you need to listen to your body and your heart. It all begins with you. Thank you so much again for joining us, Kim. I've enjoyed our conversation. I hope you have as well. Absolutely. I very much appreciate it. And it's been my pleasure. Take care, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, make sure and share it with a friend or screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story or Facebook, tagging me at Corliss Co. I know the most precious of all commodities is your time, and I want to thank you all very much for spending this time with me today. Remember, you have the power to lead. Know your worth, embrace your value, see you have purpose, and be the leader you are meant to be.